Welcome to The Truth in His Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I'm doing my next installment of a series brought to you with the support of the fine folks at Innovation Works. Today, I am chatting with a founder and creative officer at Epic Art Universe. They are a marketing expert with experience in brand development, concept development, creative educational program development, networking strategy, print and apparel design, manufacturing, and production. Their work focuses on creating an equity-based platform that impacts the next generation of leaders through community, programming, and resources. Please welcome Dion Bowen. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Man, it's a pleasure to be a part of it. I'll be speaking with you. Um, you came highly recommended, so I'm looking forward to the interview. Well, m- much appreciation. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Um, so I want to, like, I gave a very sparse, sparse, sparse intro, um, but I want to have you and invite you to um, tell the fine folks, like, who you are, introduce yourself, and share the mission of uh, Epic Art Universe. Uh, Dion Bowen from Epic Art Universe, born in West Baltimore, um, former educator, um, business. Uh, well, my background is really in graphic design and art. Um, I got a bachelor's in fine arts from Salisbury University. So um, Epic Art Universe uh, kind of, you know, originated from me kind of bringing everything that I'm good at, all of my talents, attributes into, you know, under one umbrella. And um, and the goal is to create Epic Art in uh, multiple forms, whether it's is design, um, marketing plans. Uh, we do printing and manufacturing, uh, after school programming. Uh, and, um, I build a, a equity based events, um, to, you know, spread opportunity and resources to, uh, youth. So, um, we do that all across the state now. Love to hear that. And, um, so I wanted to I wanted to get your your take on on this um like when when people have like the role of a founder right like I'm a founder uh I'm pretty much I'm everything for the most part here mm-hmm. and my day to day looks a very I was describing it a little bit earlier it's like oh yeah get on a train here edit this do that uh try to eat maybe I don't know Tell us about what your day to day looks like in terms of responsibilities. Like, what is that first thing that you're doing when you get up? What's that last thing that you're doing at night? Uh, give the the listeners kind of a general look of what it is for you on a day to day. So, I think in the morning, um, uh, I have a, a three year old, so um, she kind of gets a little bit of my morning, rather versus if I'm you know dropping her off or. Uh, or just, you know, getting her food prep, uh, medicine. Um, Well, for the most part, uh, you know, I try to stay active in the morning. So, you know, two, three times a week, I play basketball at like six in the morning. So I'm done by eight, uh, you know, and I'm getting my day started around about nine o'clock. I tend to start, you know, reading emails first, um, you know, uh, most days I'm trying to, before I even get into business, trying to center myself, trying to get mentally prepared for the day. Um, you know, some affirmation is claimed today. You know, this going to be a prosperous day. I'm able to get things that, you know, I got assigned to accomplish. I'll be able to do them. Um, but then, you know, I'm in emails uh, and uh, responding. Then I go into uh, the projects that I have ongoing right now as far as, you know, graphic design, web design, and, you know, usually in the afternoon, uh, I'm uh, even starting to, you know, put together programming and, um, and and look for the next opportunity to be able to, 
you know, bring my business into the eyes and the ears of new people every day. I think that's the the major goal for most, you know, founders and CEOs is to, you know, get exposure. Who can I, um, who can I network with? Who, how can I partner with someone? What, where are the avenues for us to, you know, increase revenue? Most of the time you are the marketer, you're the <laughs> designer, you're the prepper, you're the, the accountant, you know, you, you play so many roles and wear so many hats as the, the founder in a small business. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, take on all of those things, you know, as they come. Yeah. Um, so, Describe. Let's step back a little bit. Describe. Describe your career path because sometimes it's a straight line, sometimes it's a winding road. So, what does that career path look like for you? Um, I, I I'll throw this out there for context. I was a a marketing guy for like uh, Verizon for a while, and then I was like freelancing at you know higher ed, and now I'm like a data guy at you know I was telling you earlier where I'm at, mm-hmm. and that was it was pretty kind of straight, but it was a little you know I was veering off the road a little bit at times. So tell me what that looks like for you. So I started um, when I got out of college, uh, BFA Salisbury. Um, I didn't have any you know jobs lined up, any opportunities. Um, and, you know, for the most part, I, I kind of, you know, I played football in college. Like, and when you play football, any sport, like you are owned, like you wake up when they tell you, you go to sleep when they tell you, you work out when they tell you, you go to school. So like my last semester was, I probably had the worst schedule. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm up at six. I'm not even getting home till about eight, nine o'clock every day um, for my senior semester, my last semester in college. So I really took about four or five months off. I didn't do anything when I I graduated. Um, but when I started getting my life together, um, I had an interesting summer. You know, I um, I really wanted to focus and center my life. I wanted to figure out what my, you know, my goals was. And I, and I really wanted to trust God to show me that process. So um, I started out as a, uh, started working in, you know, odd jobs, FedEx. Um, I got the opportunity to coach football. For coaching football at uh, Glen Burnie High led me into the school system. So I behavior, I became a, a behavioral specialist. Um, from there, uh, coach football, coach lacrosse, um, ended up being a teacher of this unique program in Annapolis called Change Engineering. And I taught business too. But Change Engineering was dynamic. Um, I think it, it set the ground for where and what my company is doing now. Um, and it had nothing to do with engineering from like a civil or electrical component, you know, yeah. architectural. Um, it was more of uh, creating a solution-based outcomes to environments. So, you know, being a change agent, you know, where we taught a, a, a curriculum to be able to identify, analyze, plan, and implement strategies to help certain situations or find solutions out of difficult outcomes. Um, And I did that troubleshooting style. I'm saying troubleshooting because, you know, we look at issues and then try to find, you know, solutions to, you know, change that perspective. Um, And I did that for two years at Annapolis. Um, And while I'm doing this, I'm growing businesses on the side. I'm I'm always doing stuff. You know, I had a graphic design business, network marketing business, um, I did a ton of things and, you know, it got to a point where at the school, uh, you know, my advisor, the person that kind of brought me in to teach this, you know, great, uh, uh, great topic and in class, he was transitioning. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm the next person up. Yeah. Well, you know, at the school system, 
they didn't even allow me to interview for the position. Oh, and no. they gave it to someone else. And, he was like, you know, and in that case, with something being so new, they ended up, you know, I would have been, if I'd have stayed, I would have been teaching that person their job plus doing mine. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't go back. You know, I really walked out in faith and, and started my business. And yeah. uh, I went into business full time. And, you know, five trans, you know, five years later, you know, I, I'm doing Epic Arc full time. I'm, I'm you know, 100% focused. I'm purpose driven. Yeah. I'm doing exactly what God called me to do in the time and space where, you know, what I'm doing is needed. So uh, the path to entrepreneurship, I've worked probably 10 to 15 jobs. I'm able to take all of those experiences and bring it to my business while, you know, consistently learning, you know, yeah. how to be a better business and business owner every single day. That's a, it's important to take those different lessons you you got, like even if it's a a whack job for sake of argument, you're like, look, I'm going to learn what I don't want to do out of this. Um, or even if it's something like I've I've been doing this uh, Austin Cleon book, um, really, really impactful for me. And if you haven't read it, I recommend you read it. It's called Still Like an Artist. And one of the things that he's touching on, he's like, look, you know, I want to, you know, take advantage of copywriting. So I did copywriting so I can learn that and apply that to what he's doing. Ultimately, he knew that he wanted to do his own thing. He knew that he wanted to go on. So he's like, I'm picking up these skills to make me better at it and knowing that this job might have an expiration date attached to it and, mm -hmm. you know, doing it with that purpose going into it. And, you know, so in, in, in for you and going into it, taking that leap, you know, who did you, who was the first person you told and walking in faith and taking that leap that, you know, this is what I was going to do. And how was it kind of like pitching it? Because I, I would imagine you had to tell it to somebody like, yo, I'm leaving this thing. I'm doing my own thing. How, how was that? And did they get the vision or were you trying to sell it? Tell me about that. <laughs> um, no, I, I had no structure, no organization, how I pitched it. Uh, the first person I talked to was my fiance, who yeah. at the time we were, um, we were, uh, we no, we were, she was my wife at this time. Uh, we were like two years into our marriage. Um, and you know, like she's seen how, like, so, you know, with network marketing and with graphic design and, um, you know, I was doing printing and manufacturing, you know, for other companies and brands too. So I had, you know, two or three streams of income outside of work, but, um, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, you know what? Baby, I'm not, I'm not going back, you know, and I had tried, you know, different avenues and I was just like, listen, you know, I know we, we talked about when we in our marriage counseling that, you know, in the next five years, we would be in business. We would, you know, be in business together. And that would be solely what we did. Um, and even though I got kind of, I got, I think I got pushed out of, you know, my job and career. Um, uh, she understood the assignment initially, you know, straightforward that this was our goal. And if it was going to happen, this would be the time to have, you know, for it to happen. So, um, you know, and, and it was, it was trying, you know, I think the first six months was great, you know, was, oh, money coming in, couple projects. And then, you know, with no strategy, no structure for real, it, it kind of, you know, it, it went through a trial era where, you know, it, it was sink or swim, you know, are you going to really build this or, uh, and, and evolve or, are you going to go back to work? Um, and I think that at that point, 
is where um, is where God kind of came in and, and kind of directed my path. And I think, you know, like, I don't know if you are, uh, you know, about network marketing a lot, but a lot of network marketing companies is really a compensation plan built mm-hmm. into personal development plans, yeah. you know? So from a personal development standpoint, like I was equipped mentally to, mm-hmm. you know, be in business to how to demote, how to use tactics. I really use the network marketing to, it gave me the structure and a mental capacity to believe in myself, to go and be my own business owner and entrepreneur. So um, even in tough times, I could rely on that understanding to kind of push my way through. Um, Mm. And I think it, it played a key role in my life and how I, you know, build my business now, you know, small businesses, you really build, well, I ain't gonna say small, big businesses do this too. They build off of relationships, you know, like who do you know? You know, I think, you know, I had a graphic design degree in cars. I never had a graphic design job. I only built, I only did graphic design for myself. And um, I got my first job through, a relationship I had with one of my former coaches from college. So, you know, like everything that I've, you know, been able to do since I graduated college was solely based on not what I knew. Well, a little bit of what I knew with graphic design, but really what, who I knew and -hmm. relationships play a huge role in business. They are, you know, for some business, they're the lifeline. So, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I've, I've seen in the vantage point that I'm in and ultimately how we got connected for, for this interview. You know, it was through networking or what have you. You may not have been aware of the podcast going in or, you know, someone probably pitched it to you. And that's that's how these things grow, I think. Um, And, you know, whether it's a business, whether it's awareness of a brand, that's how these things grow. So, you know, that's that's one of those things I think that's very important. Um, So uh, playing. And coaching the team, you know, you you know about teamwork, you know about building, but let's let's use the the lessons that comes from that and apply it to being an entrepreneur. What are those tips that you might have in uh, building a great team? Um, whether it's like a virtual team of like, yeah, I'm working with these virtual assistants. Whether it's like this is the people I'm going to work with and kind of partner with. Tell me about that, like how you may be taking some of that experience being on the football field, coaching from the from the sidelines to be an entrepreneur and building out a team tell me about that i have an interesting perspective when it comes to team building um and 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 i I can i'm a latest artist try to lay this out as simple as possible um when you're in college every year the coaches if you're not uh, a great player or if you know it doesn't matter who you are coaches are trying to out recruit you and this is what i learned is that every year they're going out and try to find someone that's good at your position to bring in every year mm-hmm. you know so when you think about you know a team and you're thinking about building a team like it's a it's a ever evolving process until you get the right fit for what you're trying to do and then it, it takes more than just skill it takes you know relationship you know relatability it takes mm-hmm. personality it takes um structure so um with, with me, um, I'm in the phase now where I'm really building capacity. Um, and, you know, when it comes to the team aspect, I, you know, I try to find people that have a common goal. Some people are around for a reason, a mm-hmm. season, <laughs> and a lifetime. 
you know, yeah. like, and, and I, and I believe in that. So I don't take anything for granted. I don't, uh, I don't, you know, under or overestimate anyone that I come across. Um, I think, uh, when it comes to, you know, like I, I, you know, I used to teach business. So I have like this productivity mindset when it comes to business structure. Like if I have enough people doing exactly what they are gifted or purpose to do, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, people are more efficient in their purpose or in their, you know, passion about what they're doing. So um, I try to build based off of gifts, based off of purposes, based off of, you know, like if, you know, you're passionate about early education kids. OK, you probably would work real good in our after school programming. Yeah. If you are a gifted graphic designer, hey, I have projects, you know, that I can build with you from projects. If you like, you know, assisting and, you know, being like in the midst of everything, okay, like executive administration would be a purpose. So I try to, um, I'm really, really relatable. Uh, my, my wife and, you know, people at my job and family, they call me like a mayor because <laughs> I, I I relate and connect with people really well, and um, and yeah, so so you know I'm I think now I try to look at needs that I have in my organization, mm-hmm. and then you know I cipher through my network to say, man, who would be the best person for this, and how could I make this worth their while, and what you know what are they getting while? How can I solve an issue or uh, mm-hmm. build a strategy for them that also you know, will help my company out in the long run too. So, um, I have consultants, a couple teachers, um, and I'm really building like that admin staff because I hate administration. So I mean, we, we all we all do. <laughs> Follow that paperwork, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get on this computer, fill out this logistics, send this over, email that, follow up with that, take but, notes on this. Like, but I think the thing that you touched on there that makes a it makes a lot of sense. I, I like that comparison, the, the that football comparison because. It's it's a churning thing. It's like, all right, we can either and, and businesses do it. They do it in a in a in a more impersonal sort of way. Can we find someone that can do what you do that's cheaper? Can we find someone that we can train up that you might have to train or hey, write this SOP? And then it's a version of kind of what you were describing earlier with oh, when it comes for the promotion or when it comes for like running this, the actual real equitable thing. Oh, I'm passed over. And now, yeah, I've I've been in that spot before. It doesn't feel great, and you goodwill is ruined, especially from a, a a job standpoint. You're like, nah, I need to do something else. I need to do this for myself. I don't want this feeling. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I think you know, as I was touching on a little bit before we got started, um, that I think there is a lot of overlap between entrepreneurs, small business owners, and um, artists. I think that their creative economy. I think that there's there's overlap. And I think, you know, people could always use new tactics to market themselves, to market their brand, things of that nature. And it's a lot of bunk out there. It's a lot of like misinformation and it ends up costing you. And we all don't have a lot of money just sitting, sitting there. Um, yeah. Um, you know, tell me about maybe one piece of it, marketing advice that you would share with someone who's like, I don't have the money, low hanging fruit, you know, like mm-hmm. what's something that they could do to really have some type of impact that they might be overlooking. Volunteer, mm. find 
a way to get out and volunteer. Um, I think some of the, you know, everybody wants to make money, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, you being able to build those relationships, that's invaluable. You know, if, 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 if money was the only sole source for you to market, then, you know, I'm t- and I'm talking exclusively to small businesses. Um, you have to be in this, this networking, you know, platform, you got to have the ability to build relationships and connect with people. Um, that's crucial. And volunteering is a way that you can do it. Um, and, and I'll just tell you a quick story. When my business dried up, I was praying like, God, what, what, you know, I'm, I'm in this space, you know, like I got to take care of family. What can I do? And he said, go and volunteer, go give time, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and, and when I started doing that, that opened me up to being, I'm volunteering next to executives and I'm volunteering next to company heads, company mm-hmm. leads, directors of different organizations. And, you know, they can see the authenticity in who you are you know, by being around you and, and building, you know, figuring out who you are, what you're about. And then, you know, conversation leads to one. Another. Well, what do you do? Well, I'm a graphic designer. Oh, we need a graphic designer. You know what I mean? So, so you have an opportunity to yeah. speak about what you do and you should always be speaking about what you do, practicing your pitch, um, talking about everything that you have going on. I do so much, Rob. I can probably say everything I'm doing in the I'm 22nd, you know, go where I, I, I got, I'm, I got it, you know, yeah. and, and it's, and it's, it's so much. And then it's, it's, you know, it's exclusive to my, my goals. So people ask, wow, wow. Well, what is that? How do you do that? Well, you did that. And as a business owner, like, you know, that's what you should be doing all day is talking yeah. because you essentially are the sole source of your income. And yeah. And I think that's a, that's a good one to take away where, you know, volunteering is an opportunity to to get you into the room. And that's the only thing that you can really ask for is opportunity, you know? Yeah. And marketing is that's that's free marketing. You know, like yeah. you're giving time, which is, you know, essentially is your time that you're using to build your name, build your brand, speak to people, talk, people yeah. get to know you. Yeah. And because it's, it's one of those things where you got to balance it, where you know, you hear the thing, well, we'll pay you an exposure. And I and I think we frown to that, but I think if you can parse it out where it's like, all right, I've done my exposure hours for this year. I only have so many exposure hours to give, but you got to make sure they're impactful ones. So if you're going to do that, target the places that, okay, I can volunteer this place that I know might be really helpful. These people work there. And I think that that helps because I have a few friends who they do a lot of volunteering and it's just like, where do you want to go at with it? Because Mm -hmm. you could just be volunteering to do that and service is important. But also if you're volunteering to get, get in front of someone, you know, be, be strategic about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am very strategic. My wife, when she goes out now, she's okay with just letting me go away and talk because she like, I already know he's going to go. He's going to talk to people. (laughs) Like he talks to people everywhere we go. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, you're right. Like it has to be like, cause you're your own commercial, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and no one can, you know, people can talk highly about you, but you got to set the stage and the foundation for that early on. So, um, I'm my own commercial, um, and I prep for it strategically. 
it's like that thing your name is your name and um you know it's it's a real thing and whatever you put out there as you touched on earlier i come highly recommended and it's not like okay he did two podcasts it's like it's a couple hundred podcasts that are out there just different interviews versatility and such and and that's you know the project i'm on and i'm always working on what the next thing is so you know can you tell me about you know your your current purpose and upcoming projects uh so so right now um you know i i prayed midway through last year about like you know what can i do to bring what project or what focus can i have to bring all of my the things that i'm you know i'm good at all of my gifts my talents because i've i can work in multiple different capacities at one time you know graphic design web design uh marketing and then doing printing and then doing after school programs so i can be all over the place um but you know i prayed and i asked god you know like you know give me a project or or, or help me center my focus so that um everything that i'm good at all of my gifts all my talents i can wrap it up and package it in one um in one outlet where i can display everything that i do um and that started what is now the equity project and the equity project is uh it started out as a, a summer internship for recent high school grads where they can learn everything that it takes to build a, clo a clothing brand so design printing marketing financial budget and digital media um and we do pop-ups we did pop oh, last summer was our second year really doing um a summer internship and uh, we were able to take five high school graduates we put them through the process they built an amazing clothing collection uh, we sold it in a retail pop-up at a local uh, community organization and um, we was able to raise six hundred and sixty five hundred dollars to um, give scholarships away to those students going to college um, and then we gave another fifteen hundred to a community organization um, fair street outreach for after school programming so uh, man I, I was able to build a um, uh, a somewhat self-sustaining project to you know give kids money going into college because that's important you know when i was in college i won the essay contest and got fifteen hundred dollars i stretched that fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> almost my whole first semester in college and it really you know it was a blessing so yeah. um and we did this summer program and um and then like the kids like you know like they told me like, man, I learned so much. This was great. I'm so glad I was able to do it and be able to make money um, in the process and learn about business and manufacturing and printing and designing and watching something go from its inception to a final product that's getting sold. Um, and, and I think that full circle universal look at that project really, um, it opened a lot of eyes. Like a lot of them was like, man, why I'm going to college? I can just, uh, so um, that was a blessing. And, you know, like, I think that, that just got me into the equity game. So now um, I started looking like, man, how can I make this better? Um, how can I do more? How can I expose kids to these opportunities and these resources? So um, this past April, um, I launched the Youth Equity Summit. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that was like my baby, man. Like we, um, I was probably, uh, I was, put, I put this together probably two months before I even told anybody. And I had all of these different <laughs> things laid out. Uh, but, and, and it turned out amazing. Uh, we had over 35 speakers talking on 18 different topics. We held it at Morgan State University. Woo -woo. <laughs> Yo, oh, your alum. 
Yeah, 07. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Good. That's what's up, man. Um, so we held it at Morgan State University. Um, and the goal was to really highlight community organizations, equity partners, uh, youth leaders who are out in the communities doing the work with the youth. So um, we wanted to highlight all of those uh, organizations. We wanted to build a platform because Baltimore has it's so much talent it's so much positivity mm -hmm. there's so much going on um from an impact standpoint that's uh that that has the ability to really change the you know the projection of youth yeah. but it's not highlighted enough we don't have a, a a centralized you know platform that's giving these people the flowers that they deserve in the midst of the you know the energy and the effort and the, the focus that it takes to really build up our youth because our youth come from hard we, you know this this is a tough city you know yeah. like <clears throat> so uh man the equity summit was able to do that uh man we we had we we focused on career and creative topics i mean panel discussions with authors writers uh entertainers uh musical performances man it was it was this amazing experience man i, I um it's great to hear yeah, I, I cherish that a lot. So um, equity is where I'm focused at now. Um, I think that's that's my purpose, really, to there's a big difference between equality and equity. You know, mm -hmm. equality is everyone gets equal. You know, equity focuses on everyone getting uh, equal resources based mm -hmm. on what they've been through how they've get, gotten to this place that they call life now. So, you know, as African-Americans, you know, we, we, we were slaves when we came to America, you yeah. know, you know, the majority that at that time that was in the United States, you know, they had a 300 year head start on yeah. everything, yeah. you know? So, so, so you can't say everything's equal after 304, almost 400 years, everything's equal. And we're supposed to be at that same level. You know, equity spaces states that, you know, those people that have been undeserved for so long, they don't need the same resources as the people that are so-called equal. We yeah. need resources that cater to that whole discrepancy from the time that we couldn't build a business or couldn't own land or couldn't, you know, uh, take care of our kids, send our kids to the best education. So there's there's a huge gap. And, and, and hopefully with what these projects will do is be able to bridge that that divide, um, yeah. you know, that we see across the country and, and give and give young folks like a, a leg up where, you know, if you're exposed to some of these things early on. You know, mm -hmm. you're able to say, all right, I've, OK, I trial and error. I figured this out. OK, I kind of messed up on that. And you're able to kind of develop versus, you know, you're in your 30s. You got all this debt. You got different things, different responsibilities. Life is happening. And you're like, I'm going to drop everything and become an entrepreneur. It's going to be a lot more challenging if you don't have at least some sort of foundation mm -hmm. to like move in that direction. Uh, so this is the last real question I have before I hit you with some rapid fire questions. Um, yeah. So the last one I have is tell us about the experience with um, partnering with the fine folks at Innovation Works. Um, Innovation Works was the first real organization that showed me that um, my passion for doing stuff for the community and, you know, uh, building for other people was OK. You know what I mean? Like I had a. Uh, you know, I have an LLC and, you know, most companies that operate for community based approach or social approach is always like, you know, get a nonprofit, get a nonprofit. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I got involved into one of the boost programs, I believe it was in 
2020, 2021. Um, and it just, you know, it, it, it shed light on the focus of what social entrepreneurship was. And, and, you know, when they started going through the definition, I looked around and said, man, I'm a social entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> and it, gave me, it, it inspired me to, you know, push forward with everything that I had around the youth programming, around projects dealing with equity, around um, really doing youth-centered design projects. Like, I just, I just wanted to be able to, you know, have an impact and a, a relationship with developing programming and uh, resources for youth. So um, that initial opportunity was, well, you know, that initial uh, connecting with them was uh, crucial because we've been locked in ever since. I think it's going yeah. on about three or four years where uh, they've been a support system for me. They've uh, reached out helping hands on almost an instrumental, almost every project that I've been able to do from an equity based standpoint. Um, and I, I, I don't think, you know, I think it would have been a, you know, a little rocky, of course, if I didn't have, you know, Innovation Works as being that support system. Yeah, Innovation Works. Big shout out to the fine folks there. They um, have a relationship with them. They're helping out as well with this and kind of help establish this connection here. So, yeah, they're doing the work and much appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so now all of that good stuff, all of that positive business stuff. I mean, we, we're going to throw out the window for a little bit and we're going to talk some uh, some rapid fire questions. And they still have a little bit of a slant towards entrepreneurs. So, you know, you might as well. Okay. Um, and you want to answer these as quickly as possible. Like, don't overthink it because people overthink it all the time. Okay. All right. Favorite flavor of ice cream? Mm, dang. Vanilla. <laughs> you, you're a vanilla guy too? I like vanilla as well. Hell yeah. Um, if it's ice cream truck, I like to mix the chocolate vanilla swirl. But. Oh, yeah, soft serve? Yeah. Must be real. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, what books do you recommend every entrepreneur read? Just throw out a book that you think, like, no, you should read that. Uh, the book that I really loved uh, to help from a creative standpoint was Creativity Inc. Um, and it's by Ed Catmull. Um, and it's the, he's the founder of Pixar. So it's like how to build a creative environment and agency and to excel in that space. So nice. yeah. I like I like that was right next to you, too. Shout out to you on that one. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier the, the sports background. So, you know, I have to ask this one. Um, if you could, uh, if you could create anyone, right? So put it in that frame. Uh, what trophy do you want on your mantle at the end of the day? Like, yo, you know, best business. You, do you want an Oscar? Do you want a Grammy? Do you want a made, a made up award or what have you? What's that award, that trophy that you want on your mantle at the end of the day? Humanitarian award. Up there. You know, it's about people, impacting people. No. Um, this is the last one I got for you. Um, <laughs> name three apps or windows that are always open or you're on your phone or computer. Uh, Adobe illustrator. Um, <laughs> Said the graphic designer. <laughs> yeah, Adobe illustrator. Uh, my, my email and, um, since the pandemic zoom. So all three of them are open. <laughs> Yeah, always. Yeah, all the time. It's Google email, Drive for me. <laughs> yeah. Email, Adobe, and Zoom. Always. You're, you're an Outlook guy or a Gmail guy? Uh, I actually don't do neither. I have I have Proton Mail. I don't even. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm in the encrypted, you know, I'm sending graphics. I want to be exclusive with it. Okay. So, I, you know, yeah. Uh -huh. But um, I probably would be Gmail, though. Okay. Gmail. So, 
that's pretty much all I had. I want to thank you for being on this podcast. And two, I want to invite you to um, tell the fine folks where to check you out and um, like social media website and all of that good stuff. Um, Dion Bowen on Instagram, Bowen underscore DK. Um, check out my website, www.epicartu.com. That's E-P-I-C-A-R-T, the letter U.com. Um, check out the Youth Equity Summit um, that uh, that's on Instagram, Youth Equity Summit underscore yes. Um, you can catch, you can, and also www.youthequitysummit.com has all of the information for our equity projects um, going forward. I have a clothing line. We've been, we're doing some amazing things. So anyway, you guys can reach out on all of those platforms, mainly Instagram and Facebook. Um, Dion Bowen on Facebook, B-O-W-E-N. Appreciate the uh, interview, uh, Rob, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, so there you have it, folks. I want to again thank Dion Bowen for coming on Epic Art Universe, folks. Um, and for Dion Bowen, I am Rob Lee saying that there is art, community, impact in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. Howdy. Rob Lee here, your friendly neighborhood podcaster. And I wanted to tap in real quick for two reasons. One, to thank you again for checking out this podcast, subscribing, sharing, all of that good stuff. And two, I wanted to introduce this week's theme. We're uh, working with some local businesses. Um, it's a partnership with myself and Innovation Works. What's Innovation Works, you might be asking? Well, let me tell you. Innovation Works is a Baltimore-based nonprofit with the mission to reduce Baltimore's neighborhood and racial wealth divide by supporting and accompanying leaders of social enterprises working to create sustainable neighborhood economies. Their strategy includes identifying and supporting social entrepreneurs, focusing on neighborhood-based strategies, leveraging social enterprise business models to increase economic activity, and solving critical social challenges in communities by leveraging the lived experiences of those living in and from those communities. So big shout out to the folks over there at Innovation Works. Find out more about them at iwbmore.org. Thank you.